Welcome to Stories from the Field. This podcast is meant to encourage others to see how God is moving in the nations, as well as simply demystify the job as a missionary. These are just regular people saying yes and being faithful to the Lord. The Lord doesn't ask for us to be qualified, but for the willing. He will take care of the rest. Let these testimonies inspire you in your own personal life. Maybe it means you become an overseas missionary, or maybe it just nudges you to cross the street and talk to your neighbor. We are all ambassadors for Christ. So, from the powerful to the funny, inspiring to the awkward, these are stories from a day at the office from fellow missionaries. Hope you enjoy. Hello, folks. We are here in Livingston, Zambia. I have the wonderful Hannah Errington (laughs) with me. Um, Hannah... How about you tell us a little bit about yourself, how long you've been on staff, okay. give us the rundown, where you're from, thoughts okay. on spicy food from New Mexico. <laughs> um, okay, well, I'm from New Mexico. Nice. Uh, born and raised in a little town um, called Carlsbad, so if you've ever heard of the caverns, that's where Carlsbad is. It's big stuff. Um, yeah, it's actually our mascot. It's a caveman, <laughs> a cave girl, <laughs> so we're very original. I think we're the only place that has that because we have the caverns. I have not um, heard of caveman before, so this yeah, is big. Yeah, this is this is really big. Um, except it was a little bit offensive in high school, like cavemen, cave girls. But it's like <laughs> cave women is also kind of weird. Um, and so, yeah, so I'm from there. Um, obviously, we eat a lot of Mexican food. Um, I definitely like it extra spicy, so not not like you. Not not my cup of tea. <laughs> not like this Wisconsinite over here. <laughs> Just cheese, dairy, we're good. <laughs> yeah, and so I ha- I did um, advanced mission training, which is the three month program with Overland Missions in 2017, and then got funded that same year, and mm-hmm. then um, did my first expedition season with Overland in 2018, and so okay. so I'm go I'm going on my fourth year technically like on full time staff, but have been a part of Overland for I guess five years now. Sure, so. a little bit of a vet right here. <laughs> a little bit, <laughs> um, yeah. And so I've I've mostly been in um, Southeast Asia, so mm-hmm. um, some undisclosed uh, nations that I cannot mention due mm-hmm. to due to safety reasons, but. The Philippines, Cambodia, um, Zambia, obviously, because we're currently here. Yeah. Um, and and hopeful to to pioneer some more in Asia. So yeah. Cool, cool. Yeah. So all right, I asked you to share a story. Mm-hmm. Could be, I mean, awkward. Could be very inspiring. Yeah. Combination. Okay. Um, the floor is yours. Okay, I think the story I want to share is probably one of my favorites because it's the story that. Um, actually really like made me go into full-time missions um and so okay so it's a big one right yeah yeah <laughs> so I I went to Cambodia on a two-week expedition and I we were going house to house which is normally what you do on a trip and right. um Cambodia is an interesting place it's it's about like 97 98 percent Buddhist depending on um what what website you look at on the internet um but all you have to know is that it's it's very buddhist and so there are people um, that need jesus they really need jesus <laughs> and yeah. they have like no understanding of of who he is of, of what he's of what he's done there's no concept i mean hmm. it's just it's just completely untouched unreached like yeah. if you've ever heard of the 1040 window like cambodia is in the 1040 window yeah and so um, we had been going to a lot of houses and, and talking to people. And, and really, I remember that day just like hearing a lot of no's, which was really hard because mm. 
when you go to a house, it's not like we have a script. It's not like we have anything that we're reading. Like, it's very authentic, just sharing the gospel, sharing whatever we really feel like the Lord is revealing to us. And so, you know, it just been a really long day. And so we get to this house and we see this husband and wife and we walk up to them and we always ask, of course, like, hey, can we can we share? Because, I mean, they don't have a, it's not like they have a house. They don't have a door that you knock on. Right. Like, they're just sitting underneath, like, their house, like, on these horribly uncomfortable pieces of wood (laughs) and we just ask if we can come in and they're like well well yeah you can come in but we only have 15 minutes because my wife she um she broke four of her ribs riding her her moto because everybody in cambodia rides mopeds okay um and um it's not very there's no like traffic (laughs) rules or laws everyone fends for themselves (laughs) out there basically and so we, we get to her and we're like can we share with you and they're like yeah 15 minutes and so um the couple of people that I was with, we all look at each other and we're like, okay, well, we like really need to bring it. Like we need to really present the class. Let's get in. And so, um, we start sharing and, um, we all were like, wow, like that was good. (laughs) You know, cause like some houses you share out and you're like, okay, like that didn't flow. It just felt clunky. Yeah, it did. And this house, like it felt really, really good. And so, you know, we looked at her and her husband and we're like, you know, we've shared this message with you. Like, do you believe that this is true? Is is this something that you would want to believe in? And they look at us and they're just like, no. And we're like, oh. That <laughs> was straightforward. It was. And so we look at her and we're like, well, listen, even though you're saying no, like we we believe that our our God is a God that loves you so much that, that he wants to heal you even though you didn't accept him. And she kind of looked at us and we're like, so can we pray for you? And And she was, you know, I think in any culture that I've been in, like people don't really reject prayer. I think people reject prayer more in America than like a Buddhist or a Muslim or a Hindu, like because they they understand that there is a higher being and that this higher being is powerful. Sure. They just sometimes haven't seen it work. Actually, most of the time they haven't seen it work, but they still go after it. Right. Because a lot of them are they're going at it in a way of like a witch doctor or or some kind of person in whatever context they're in. And so we ask her, she says, yes, we lay hands on her. Like, this wasn't like a crazy moment where like, you know, like the heavens split and like we heard the audible voice of God. Like this was very much just like we laid hands. We asked the Lord to heal her. We declared that she was going to be healed. Yeah. And we asked her to just kind of like move around and see how she's feeling. Because obviously with broken ribs, like, you know, if you're healed you or feel not. It. <laughs> and so we, um, she started moving and, you know, just like the whole demeanor on like everything changed and she's moving around and she's like oh my gosh, like what? And she's like getting up and she's walking and she's like, I'm healed. And, wow. and we look at her and we're all, I mean, we're all like, oh my, like we're kind of in shock too. Oh <laughs> you know, like we believe it's going to happen, but yeah. I think her reaction was just like this thing of like, wow, you're right. Like that this is who your God is. And so we asked her after that, we're like, well, do you want to believe it? Like, do you want to follow him? Let's revisit <laughs> and this conversation. And she immediately was, immediately was like, yes. And I think it was this really cool moment for me um, because I was like, wow, like I think so many times we think that there's all of these things that we have to do for God, like all of these mm. works. And if we do all of these things, then like maybe we're good enough for God. But but really, like when he died on the cross, like it was the joy set before him and, and each of us are that joy. Each he, he did it for us without us doing anything yeah so it's it's not a gospel of good works it's a it's a gospel of believing the works that jesus did yeah and so we watched her accept it it was beautiful we look at her husband we're like you just watched your wife get healed do you want to accept jesus he's like no i'll see how it works for her we're like no (laughs) and so it's just a moment where you like have this beautiful moment of this lady giving her life to the lord attended every meeting that we held in the village and then her husband like this very real moment of like it's actually 
it's it's I mean like he had a good reason like he his wife was miraculously healed yeah right and he's there. and but he's like you know what like I'm just gonna see and and in that moment like I think everything inside of me like wanted to be like wow like why like why would you not accept it but I was just like he'll believe because yeah. how could he not with with what he just witnessed and so um leaving that house and just really like talking to the Lord on the way and and just kind of having this moment of like oh my gosh like I just felt like the Lord was like this is the path that I've called you into and um yeah. Yeah, and I said yes on a highway, a very sketchy highway in <laughs> Cambodia. I said yes to missions. Um, and yeah, my life has never been the same since. And so yeah. I think that's also why um, I love Southeast Asia so much. It's because... You got some roots there. I do, yeah. It's where, it's where I got called into missions. So I think it'll always have a really big piece of my heart. Yeah. Yeah. Something... I'm going to figure out what my question is as I'm phrasing this. Okay. <laughs> but I think it's interesting... Um, like sometimes in missions it can feel like did I present the gospel well enough yeah. did I do my job you know mm-hmm. and cuz not everything's just black and white per se and so yeah in that scenario it feels like you kind of did your job perfectly as a missionary like you yeah. prayed for this person they were healed and still this person was like I don't I'm actually don't want to surrender my life to Jesus right now yeah and do you feel like that has given you I don't know just like a reality of this is my job like sometimes there will be people who just reject even if I do my job yeah perfectly quote unquote I think what that reminds me of is the story in the bible when Jesus sent the 70 out and he sends them out and he says if if you find the man of peace like stay with them but if but if they don't and obviously I'm paraphrasing this but if sure. you, but if somebody doesn't reject you you just wipe the dust off your shoes and move on and I yeah. think for me like there's freedom in that and knowing that my job is simply to go and deliver, but the Lord is going to do the rest. Yeah. You know, like the verse that says, you know, one sows, one waters, but the Holy Spirit reaps. Right. And I think there's power in that in knowing that no matter what you do, the Lord, the Lord is going to finish the job. Yeah. Like we have a, we have a mandate on our lives to go, to tell, to share. Mm-hmm. And even if it's like not beautiful, it's not eloquent, you know, you don't really feel confident in what you're doing. I think there's this place where we can say, wow, we trust that the Lord is in this with us and he's going to make whatever mess we're presenting beautiful. Yeah. And obviously we're going to do our best, but I think it takes a lot of the pressure of kind of being good enough or presenting something yeah. that's perfect. Um, because I, I, and I don't think it's meant to be that way. I think people just want you to come and be authentic and share what you have. Be faithful. Yeah, and the Lord is going to do the rest. You always will. Helps helps uh, deliver a slice of humble pie, you know? It's like, <laughs> yeah. oh, this actually doesn't all depend on me. Yeah, it is. It's, it's, it's actually like the most relieving place to be in because yeah. it just makes you come to another place of just depending on the Lord that, that he, like, he has it, you know? Yeah. But he wants to do it with you. He wants to co-labor yeah. with you. And, and for, like to, but to the, for that to happen, like he's ready. It's just us being like, okay, we're coming alongside of you. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right, Hannah, that's all I have for you. Awesome. Thank you for being on the show. Um, also I didn't mention this at the beginning. Um, but Hannah is expecting (laughs) if you heard the last episode, Nate is the father (laughs) of this expectant woman. And are you going to share the name with us? Um, you know, I would share the name with you, but um, we need to confirm that he is actually a boy <laughs> first. <laughs> that would help. And that our early blood test was accurate. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough, folks. Part two. Another cliffhanger. <laughs> Another cliffhanger. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for listening. See ya.